0: Welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm Kimisha Lussier, Senior Pastor of A Day of Prayer. Today we're going to talk about the joy of the life in Christ. Uh, This podcast is called Live in the Messiah's Love because that is our foundation, the place that God wants us to come from when we approach every situation and circumstance. And a product of um, the Holy Spirit living in us is what we would call the fruit of the Spirit. And one of those um, fruit is joy and the joy of the Lord in particular. And joy is very different than happiness. Happiness is uh, emotion related and it's oftentimes based on circumstances and uh, self, self-fulfillment taking place for happiness to manifest in the life of a human. But the joy of the Lord comes from the Holy Spirit radiating from the inside of us outward. And it is actually something that we choose to walk in or enter into. It's not something that happens to us. Happiness happens because of circumstances. Joy comes out of us and it is present in us, especially when we allow it to flourish regardless of what's happening around us. And God wants his people to have joy no matter what situation they face. Your joy is your choice. So, just like the Lord tells us throughout the Scripture, choose life. I'm saying today, choose joy, and which is also what the Lord tells us. And um, that joy, like we talked about, the Messiah's love, it keeps you from being pushed side to side by circumstances, by persecution, attacks from other people, things of that nature, any wind of doctrine. the The love of God, being founded in Jesus Christ, keeps you stabilized. And when you operate in that joy you'll notice that the joy is unchanged as well it is stable um that that's one of a feature or a characteristic of God that we could we can look for and find about him throughout the entire scripture is that he is steadfast he is immovable he changes not and he does not he's not a yes and a no or a hot and a cold God the promises of God in him are yes and in him amen and Jesus said it this way let your yes be yes and your no be no anything more than than that is from the wicked one. So he is a good God all the time. And he doesn't um, waver back and forth. So likewise, um, he doesn't want us to waver. Uh, let's look at John chapter 20, um, verse 29 real quickly. Um, and this is a referencing when Jesus was raised from the dead and after his crucifixion. And he um Went to see his disciples afterwards. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Now, this scripture is important to us because you can't always see joy. (laughs) You can't always see a reason to feel joyous or to rejoice before the Lord and have a good, a positive outlook and attitude and find the best in the situation. But because we have the greater one who lives on us uh, lives on the inside of us we are able to see the good plan and the good working that God has despite what our natural eye see in the situation or the circumstance so it's important that we we take that perspective that we choose to let the joy of the Lord come forth from the Holy Spirit out of us and there is a a stance that we have in Christ that we We are not moved by what we see. The just man shall live by his faith versus what he sees or experiences." And that's how we have to approach the joy of the Lord as well. We live and we enter into joy by faith. Um, There may be trouble in your life, but we have a promise from God that joy is coming in the morning. We have a promise that he will deliver us and he will bring us out. So when we focus on his provision, when we focus on his constancy and his consistency and the good um, outcome or the good plans that he has for us or the faithfulness of Jesus, Christ we can let we can let that joy come to the surface of us and we choose to set aside our emotions and my husband says something uh very very funny and I'm, I'm not sure if he made he came up with this you know because of the Lord and himself or he got up somewhere else but he says emotions are like children you don't put them in the trunk of your car, but you don't let them drive either. They have a place and they belong in the back seat, you know, safely buckled in and riding down the road. So the emotions that God give us, and I know sometimes they feel like they're so strong and tumultuous, but they are not designed to drive our life. They're designed to be in the back seat of the car and be quiet and serve the purpose that God meant for them to serve but we are supposed to be governed by the Holy Spirit. Our reborn spirit wants to do the will of God. And that has to be the loudest voice on the inside of us. That has to become the governing um, part of our being that is calling the shots in our life. If you will, we are a spirit. We are a three part being just like our God. We are made in his image and his likeness. We are a spirit. We have a soul and we live in the bo- in a body and we see that in father, son, Holy spirit. Um, so it's in, it's imperative that we just make ourselves align to the perspective that God has about us and, like I said, choose to um, enter into that joy and look for it and search for it. Uh, Nehemiah 8.10 tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Now, in this particular case, they actually had been looking at the scriptures and found out that they had... Um, fallen a great distance from what God had originally written to them in the law and the books of Moses. And they were very sad about that. But even in that um, instance where you find that maybe you have parted from what God says and you found that you're, you're flawed or lacking in some area, that you've fallen short of the glory of God, repent uh, quickly. <laughs> we always want that to be made right and bring anything that we, are do, that we have done outside of the will of God. And if we are doing it, to stop it immediately and repent and turn to God and allow him to cleanse us but once that happens God doesn't want us to keep going on being sorrowful he wants us to let the joy of the Lord cleanse our conscience from good works and continue in that joy because it does give us strength it does um, give us encouragement and it does um, help us to move forward as we pursue him throughout our lifetime versus being overtaken by sorrow and burying ourselves in sorrow and not looking up to see the goodness and the mercy of God. Um, Choosing to make joy your focus also helps you to be consistent in your personality. Um, have, Have you ever met someone... That you don't know who you're gonna meet at the moment today. They might be up tomorrow. They might be down. They're happy one second, sad the next. And if you're riding that emotional roller coaster, it's because you're living from emotion versus living from joy. Um, let's talk about a couple of things that will steal or interfere with your joy um, being being at its fullest. One of those would be unforgiveness. The Lord tells us in Matthew 6, uh, Mark 11, and um, that forgiveness is important for us to be able, we have to forgive others and able to receive God's forgiveness towards us because he is a just God and he wants us to walk in forgiveness. Um, Worry is also a thief of your joy if you're worrying that that's worry is just fear with a a pretty hat on it. As I like to say it's fear by another name and it keeps you from trusting God for unforgiveness is also a sign that you don't trust God as well because you don't, trust God enough to deal with a situation, you think you have to carry it to make sure your vengeance or um, your your vengeance is enacted or the people don't get away without um, being held accountable for whatever they did or did not do to or for you. But if you trust that God is enough and he'll deal with the situation appropriately, you can forgive them. And You know, you might say, well, you don't know what they did or how hard that is for me. And I'll say this to you. Jesus said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. While he was in the very moments of being murdered. Think on that for a second. Are you being murdered at this moment? Okay, then forgive. If you're not, if you're listening to this podcast, you're not. You have room to forgive. Even the martyr Stefan, when he was in the act of being murdered, was also able to extend that forgiveness. That's because he was full of the Holy Spirit. So if you haven't yet allowed the Holy Spirit to come in and and you haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I encourage you to do so. So you can walk in that that level of forgiveness. Um, And if anybody owes you anything for what they did to you, then forgiveness has not taken its fullness in you yet. Keep moving because we should let them go free and owe us nothing just as Jesus lets us go free from the sin that we have committed and we don't owe any payment for it. So, um, uh, worry um, and Worry leads us to um, refusing to let God care for us in another way um, than unforgiveness. But it's basically that God won't meet our needs. And the Lord doesn't want us to feel like that because he said he feeds the, the birds of the air who don't do any labor or work, but he still takes care of them. And he clothes the flowers and he still takes care of them. So also the next um, thing that steals our joy as as children of God and believers and um, that have faith in Jesus Christ is disobedience. If you're disobeying God, how can you come into fellowship with him? Um, Let's see. Let's look at John chapter 15. Um, verses verse 10 it says if you keep my commandments you will abide in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love so if God is speaking to you but you're resisting him it's because you don't trust him and whatever that there's you know varying levels of that there's the the, the extreme of it that you're accusing God of something and you know that happens in all all flesh and and to the very minor where you maybe your ears aren't as sensitive <clears throat> excuse me to the voice of the lord to notice that he's been prompting you on something if you've been hearing the holy spirit's voice and you haven't stopped to hear fully what he has to say then stop and and repent tell him you're sorry and listen so you can do whatever it is that he's been prompting you to do because it it matters to him And, um, you know, as we think about this, joy doesn't just fall on you like ripe cherries on a tree. You have to look intentionally with your eyes to confirm the goodness of the Lord. The, the adversary would come against you. Circumstances would come against you to say that, well, You can't have joy because this isn't right. Well, when this gets perfect, you know, when the situation comes into alignment, then I can rejoice, then I can have joy, then I can appreciate and be glad before God. But that's, that's not how, how it works. You have to look for him and expect to see his goodness, not look to find out what he hasn't done yet. Which I know that's really easy. You know, I have to rein myself in at times because sometimes my mind can start going in that direction. It's not a matter of what God hasn't done yet. It's a matter of what he has done. And I know if he said it, he'll make it good because he's not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. I can take his word to the bank. Anybody else? Mm. Nah, it's not that not that <laughs> trustworthy, but my God always is. And the life we have in Christ is the good life. You are living the good life right now. You have to choose to believe that and understand that nothing else compares to it. The world is busy taking selfies and posting pictures. Everybody's on the beach, everybody's in a, you know, traveling internationally, everybody's living in a mansion, everybody's flying on a jet, but you, right? <laughs> No, (laughs) but it can certainly seem that way, you know, especially if you begin to look and compare your life with others. You have to appreciate what God is doing for you and appreciate the little things that he's doing in your life. He is a big God, but he is a God of great things and he's a God of small things. And the more we appreciate the little things that he does for us, the more we'll see the big things. So if you, you have desires and you're waiting and you're believing God for them, It says, let your petition be made known. Ask him, ask of God, but don't doubt and don't waver. Believe the best and then declare and speak to the situations that aren't lined up yet with the will of God and command them to do so in the name of Jesus. Then cast your cares on him and go on rejoicing in the Lord. And as my mother-in-law says, whistling Dixie. And tell him thank you because he is a good God and he's been good to you. So, I just want to encourage you and remind you that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Make your choice today and choose it every day of your life to enter into his joy and rejoice in him and know that your life in Christ is the good life. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a moment, please like this episode, share it with someone, and subscribe to this channel. I just want to remind Mind you, live in the Messiah's love. God bless you.